Kaboom. back baby no devito tonight everyone he'll be joining us late hockey hockey ice time on wednesday nights takes presses pete how are you buddy 20 minute pod coming up doing good <laughs> i wouldn't be shocked if we kept this thing under 20 minutes he was big <laughs> let me check the weather it looks like it might be cloudy so week one in the books we missed i don't Steve. like the forecast this week with the hurricane coming up the east coast Hey, talk to me about this hurricane, by the way. I'm supposed to go to Massachusetts. Now my wife's telling me there's a hurricane. It's going to hit New England. Do you see Lemonsters in the news? No, why? What does Lemonster do? I was talking, just, talking to my sister. They said they got like two months worth of rain in like in like a day, and it wiped out like all of Lemonster off a map. So shout out to Lemonster. I heard uh, Worcester got like uh, seven inches of rain or something crazy. Do you guys know Johnny Appleseed was a real person? And he was from Lemonster? Like his real name is Johnny Appleseed? I don't know. I still so don't they, know. So they call him on the streets. Yeah, I still don't. What would your street name be, Case? If I was uh, Johnny Appleseed? No. What's this? We could do your middle name in the street you grew up on, right? Isn't that your street name? Oh, um, yeah. I, I so being from Field Pond, I I, uh, I did it. William F. Pond. No, that's not bad, Pete. <laughs> um, mine would be Anthony Whitewood. That's a good one. Not bad. Louis I, Tony. Uh, Louis Tony Whitewood. Tony Whitewood. Yeah, Tony Calvin. Tony Whitewood's better. Louis Calvin's mine. Do you know what Brian Mackey's is? Pete DeLuca. <laughs> the world's greatest one. I took a, I took a stab there. Yeah. <laughs> At least at the middle name. Brian Mackey. Yeah, he found that out in front of me. It was fantastic. <laughs> well, speaking of Pete DeLuca, we got week one to recap. We got week two to talk about. Pete, do you have any statistics for us as we go tonight? What are we playing with? Oh, yeah, I got everything. I'm, You're I'm back. Good. All right. Well, <laughs> let's do a quick week one recap and spend most of the night on week two. The game of the week did not disappoint, Pete. It was pretty terrible. Oh, do you want to do superlatives? We can do that. We'll do that as we recap week one. I don't think – what's the opposite of superlative? Duperlative. Uh, yeah. Sure. Disperlative. The fact that neither of us broke 70 points is disgusting. <laughs> I almost pulled the upset. <laughs> Fantastic. I almost think we should tell Yahoo, hey, can you take my win away and give it to Spates? <laughs> Just to be fair. A win count a win now counts the same. All right. Mike, you Mike, you almost you almost scored as many points like as your differential from what your projected score was. Like you scored 68. I think you missed it. Like your projected score by like 50 something points. Well, it was a bad one, Brian. But it was a good one for some people. Pete. Give us the week one superlatives. See if there's anything we can guess. Maybe Case and I can guess. We like doing that. All right. One of them. All right. Same as always. Boom of the week. Highest scoring team for those of us joining us for the first time. Uh, boom of the week. Highest scoring team. It was. Da, 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 da. DeVita. Andy DeVita. The one and only. Bending champ. Andy DeVita. He had uh, 158. He is the all-time leader with 10 booms. Good for Ange. And of all the booms that we've had, Andy's won a fifth of them. Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy, crazy way to think of it. Uh, this is his lowest boom, though. Um, so we've had 45 booms. This one would have ranked 42nd. 
So one of, one of Andy's lowest of all times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, having watched a lot of football this weekend, I'm not surprised. It was an yeah. ugly weekend ugly. of real football. Yeah. Well, he was. Uh, he didn't boom until week four last year, um, and then he boomed six times. So that was a single season record. You guys curious about the all time marks? I can talk about that. Boom. Uh, Boom all-time marks. Uh, DeVito with 10 is the leader. Kaleli at 9. DeLuca at 8. Innes at 7. And then everybody else under that. Yep. Great to have you back. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh, still never been boomed. CJ Spates. Oh, poor guy. Out on the floor by himself. And uh, in case you're curious, the highest score um, since I've been keeping track of him in 2020 is still 245. Mike Kaleli, week 7, 2020. So that is the highest mark. Great week. You had eight of those points this week. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think I had three guys outscore my team in those weeks. <laughs> the beast of the week. This is the uh, highest individual fantasy score. Any guesses? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek, oh, gotta be. Look it up. You must have looked it up. Oh, gotta be Tyreek. Wow. He's a beast. It's a huge week. It is the fourth time uh, in our league that uh, Tyreek Hill has been the top performer. Um, Fifty-nine points ranks fifth. Uh, out of the 46 scores that I recorded. So this one was a big one. Um, Tyreek's last beast performance was week four of 2021. And um, I'll look at the all-time marks for this. So which individual player has the most beast of the week since 2020? Um, any guesses? Wait, 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 wait. So that's what, four years? Yeah, 45. So this would be the fourth year. So three years plus a week. Top. Yeah. Top. No, the number one player is... What can, can, can a position? Uh, wide receiver. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek oh, Hill at four. So Tyreek Hill broke a massive tie, getting his fourth. Dalvin Cook, Josh Allen, Justin Jefferson, and Lamar Jackson each have three. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think of quarterbacks. That would have been a good guess, too. That was a good guess. Oh, I forgot. Remember that year Lamar had Pete? Ooh, he was so good that one year. The highest individual score that uh, we have on record for the Beast of the Week is 64 points. Tyler Lockett, Week 7, 2020. Uh -huh. That was also Kaleli's. Highest score ever. So a little bit of a tie there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Tyler Lockett by himself scores as many points as Mike did this week's a team. Thanks, thanks for showing up this week, Tyler Lockett. DeLuca, you, you made a biggest mistake. You rolled out Tyler Lockett, one of my OGs, and my ex girlfriend, Tyler Ed, uh, whatever his name is. There is Tony. Tony. Uh, how can you beat me with those two, my two exes? Yeah. Darius Tony looked good, but then you bring him home to parents, and he's he always looks good. He's even yeah. a good time too until you get yeah. to the dance. De definitely can't bring him home to mom. All right, the going deep award. That is the longest play by a wide receiver, running back, or tight end. Was it Brees Hall? Brees Hall had a long one. That's a you good must guess. Have looked this up. You're never this right. You're never. No, the, there wasn't that many big plays like there that. I, I, thought, I thought. I thought it was like a forty-yard catch. I don't yeah, I watched a lot of football catch. this weekend. Interesting. All right. Well, Brees Hall, yeah, 83 yards, not even close. Uh, second place was uh, Christian McCaffrey had a 65-yard yep. play, and Eckler had a 55-yard play. So, uh, Brees Hall, take it home. It was his um, – On Lloyd's bench. It was his first time when – it was the first time winning, so we've never had him – he's never done this before. He's never had, won the longest play for us. Uh, the average play, if you want to make this list, is about 76 yards. So, that was just, just uh, something to keep in mind. And I tried to look at like what players had the most going deep plays in our league in the last three years. Any guesses there? I should have probably set you guys up for this a little bit more. It was really unpredictable. But mm -hmm. Jonathan Taylor and Debo Samuel um, both yeah, have more. Yeah. And ironically, it was the year that uh, Innis went to the Super Bowl. They like kind of traded off those big, huge plays every yeah. single week. Hey, Pete, 
Did you know that neither of us had a skill position player who had a total of 75 yards this week? <laughs> That's very ugly. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to do this last thing, the scoring summary, all right? So the week one scoring average, it was 116 points. Ooh, last that's, very low. that's, that's got to be like a career low. Sorry, one, guys. Sorry, week guys. One last year, week one last year was 136, so we're 20 points lower than week one last year. Um, our season-long average last year was 133, and 13 people scored less than 100 points last year, and we had three people do it in week one. <laughs> so... It was a low scoring week. And that's right. that's your week in review. All right. Thanks, Pete. Do you want to go review. game by game? Quick recap. We'll get one quick synopsis of each team and then we'll hop to week two. Sounds what? like a good plan. Sure. All right. Let's do our game first. So, Case, this was the game of the week. It was awful. Pete and I barely showed up. I get a win 68 to 63. I didn't look this up, Pete. I'm sure you didn't. Is this the lowest scoring game ever recorded? Yeah. I, I didn't even bother to look it up. I was it has to be. So, Case, let's just – I'm going to have you – I'll get your thoughts if you want. You can get my thoughts if you want. Who do you, who are you more worried about after this week, me or Pete? Uh, man, um, I'm, wor I'm worried about both. You guys can decide who should be more worried. Like, Pete, Pete's roster is this, this terrible. So, yeah, like, there to be worried about. There, but there's nowhere to go but up for him. Yeah, exactly. Mike's, Mike's problem is more like uh, Deontay goes down, Christian Watson doesn't play, lingering hamstring issue. Like, Mike's got more issues with guys that sh he should be better with. Pete just has – he's all floor with nothing but ceiling to go to. So, he should be less concerned. So, Mike should be the more concerned person here. I'm not that worried, Pete. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Just keep on saving up for that next draft. I'm not that worried. You sound like somebody that didn't watch football on, on Sunday at all. <laughs> so they, you, I, I watched a lot of – T. Higgins had zero points. Like, Kadarius Tony at least caught a couple passes. At least Dude, he, if he had if he had 10 catches – if he had 10 catches in the 20, he still would have broke 100. It did, <laughs> so. did make me feel a little bit better. Yeah, I didn't realize so many people got hurt on your team. Jeez. Nah, it's not a huge – so Anthony Richardson is the thing I'm most excited about. I should have – I was going to ask you, like, what's the, like, one bright spot you have? It's got to be Richardson, right? Well, I won. Somehow I won is the brightest spot in Richardson. Richardson looked like – he looked awesome. Big, fast. They threw the ball. It's like a it's like a baby Jalen Hurts. Like, you could see that that happening. Well, he's, I mean, no, he's not. Like, he's like the un, the uncoordinated athlete who started playing football at 12, and he's bigger than everybody else. So he can't quite throw it well, but you're like, oh, he's going to do a bunch of stuff. I, I felt good about him. I mean, the the – Offensive coordinator from the Eagles is the head coach now. Like you're hoping he's Jalen Hurts in a year. You know, well, Pete, I hope one of us. I hope one of us gets to win next week. I, this think be, I think my team's going to be historically bad this year. I'll go on record and say that. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of two teams that had an historically close game, I didn't realize this until we signed on ten minutes ago. I guess I should have figured it out when there was like sixty text messages. Case over Spates by point three. If there's not a more quintessential Spates loss, it's a point three point loss. Pace, what was give me the timeline here on this? What when did how when did it get so close? I wasn't following. Uh, I, it's hard for me to tell because I I as I mentioned you guys off the pod, like during the 430 games, I didn't pay attention to our matchup at all. I was I was ahead the last I looked at it after the one o'clocks, and then I went and watched the Pats game. I didn't pay attention to my phone. And when I logged back on, I actually texted Spates and I was like, Holy shit, man, like that was close. I hope there's no like Yahoo stat corrections. Like I don't know what happened in other games to know if there could have been something there amongst our guys. Uh -huh. um, 
So I, I would assume sometime during the 430s, he he probably made a charge on me because I got off to a decent start, um, you know, especially with Jefferson having a huge day early. And then if he's playing Eckler and Eckler rips off the 55-yard play, <laughs> he must have caught up quickly. Yes. So obviously close game, a lot to talk about in previewing week two. Win's a win's a win, how we count it. One thing I will say, looking at these rosters where you got a little lucky case, I saw Seattle had something like 40 second-half yards. Oh. And so, like, if Metcalf gets one more catch or five more yards, it's a different outcome. But good game, fun game, fun game that's that close. I'm excited to see what these two – my two playoff teams for me, by the way. Yeah. A lot, a lot of questionable decisions by Spates. I don't know if I would have put Pacheco on the bench. Watson over uh, Fields. Mm, one of those decisions, he gets a win. Who would you put Pacheco in instead of? Uh, Gibbs. Also, one of the uh, random things I saw when looking at the highest scoring players every single week, George Kittle does it a lot. George mm. Kittle blows up more than a lot of uh, more than a lot of people think. It's hard to believe, but yeah, if you're if you're second guessing Spates, which we all do on uh, on this, um, the the Gibbs one's interesting because like a lot of hype. Like I with some of his other guys, like I probably would want to see it first as opposed to going to week one because you don't know what he's actually going to do. Um, and Mon good. Montgomery was huge for the Lions, so it wasn't like they weren't using the running game. No, I think Gibbs. Is gonna, I think Gibbs is going to be nice. Tricky day. He, he lost by 0.3 points, so I don't think we can beat him up that bad. Week one's tough to predict exact usage, but a guy who predicted well. Let's go to Devito's game next. So Devito trounces in a 153 to 100, and that is with a three-point Joe Burrow effort. So I think Devito is only looking up. Got a couple injuries on his bench. His team performed well. Innis, Lamar Jackson was very average. Jonathan Taylor out again. Uh, Jeff's got to be worried. I'm sure Jeff's feeling a little heat. Pete, your thoughts on this game? Were you watching the Ravens? Were you surprised how little Lamar did? Uh, overall reactions to DeVito versus Innis? It was a pretty gross day in Baltimore on Sunday, so I wasn't surprised. As a, as a uh, former football player 20 years ago, I can kind of say that I hated playing in the rain, especially when you had to do like V-sit reach and sit in the wet grass. And then you had, to, oh, it was the worst. You guys will never know the pain of being a lineman. I haven't heard of the term V-sit reach. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I still get chills of uh, Pat Cornelius yelling it at me. Do you remember we used to do that like V-sit reach part of that like presidential thing in grade school? I was yes. just going to say they still do that, but it's, it's not called that anymore. What do they call it? I don't remember. My oh. daughter told me. I remember uh, Brad Boyd pushed my back a little bit for me to get the V-sit thing, so I got all presidential. That was the only thing I couldn't get in. So well, then give me you're all, you're all assist, assist, assist to Brad Boyd on that one. Well, yeah. No, I think playing Joe Burrow was uh, an interesting situation. Um, I, I didn't feel good about that game going into it. I think it's funny that he got paid $50 million and his first game was terrible. Uh, he did – you know, this game, um, Tyreek – uh, blew it out. You know, DeVito wins by 50 points, and one guy scores 50 points. That's a pretty yep. good one. Got Delta I, I saw that. I saw some crazy stat on Twitter, Pete. All those quarterbacks that got paid, Burrow, Herbert, whatever it is, they all combined for like three touchdowns and like eight picks. Daniel yeah. Jones, yeah. like, and they Lamar. all lost. Lamar, yeah, so Lamar, too. They all lost. No, get that money. You lose that motivation. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm kind of upset because if I didn't do that Tony Pollard for Alvin Kamara deal, I would have got a win over you, Kaleli, in week one. So I'm going to let that if one I didn't trade Tyree. If I didn't trade Tyreek, you can't do that. You can't play no, like that. This looks bad. He should be concerned, man. Jonathan Taylor's a, a weird situation. Uh, Cook's getting hurt. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple things that went weird there. And then Lamar, I don't know. That's a new offense. And um, 
I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to gamble. One, one thing I love about Jeff's team, Zay Flowers is electric. That guy yeah. is awesome. That's a bright spot. That's a bright spot. Very involved. Very very awesome. Yeah. Uh, but one thing about is his team though, like, well, something to look forward to. Innis was set on this is the model when he traded for McCaffrey was like he wanted that number one high end top fantasy player and then filtering around him. So we'll see if that actually takes shape as we go into the year. All right, good call. Speaking of a guy who took shape, though, week one, our boom of the week embarrasses Kevin Breen. 158 for DeVita, 106 for Breen. Pretty disappointing. Not that surprised on the Breen side. I was surprised on the DeVita spot, especially after Sky Moore essentially put up a zero. Pete, you got to question Andy a lot about that lack of moves he makes, but you look back last year, he picked up Ayuk, helped him down the stretch. Ayuk helps help. Ayuk helps him in week one, and he gets a huge output on Monday night from Stefan Diggs. Andy feeling good, I presume. He should be feeling excellent. Uh, not only did the Kansas City Chiefs lose Kelsey Mahomes stack, uh, DeVita did too, and it got towards the end of the week, so he had to make adjustments there. It's the DeVita recipe all over again. He's got, he's got three players that are over 30 points and uh, a player under one point. It's just hard to believe that he keeps getting away with it, but he does. That's part of the whole thing. I don't know. Kevin Breen, this is kind of the ghost of Kevin Breen, tell you the truth. I, 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 the Ravens are a very smart franchise, and they brought in a lot of running backs this offseason. They brought in a ton, and they don't have – they never had faith in Dobbins. And to see him get injured again, it's unfortunate, but they, they have prepared for this. So it's – I don't know if he's the kind – he would be the kind of guy I would trade right away. So, Case, I know my perspective on my question. I'm curious to get yours. Are you feeling more looking at these two rosters like sky's the limit for Andy or more floors the basement for Kev? Like, where's your where's your level set on these two teams for me? You can say both if you want. I think Kevin is – Kevin's roster's position to basically play for next year's draft. Um, I don't think he's a contender with the Dobbins injury now. Um I think he's a two-man team, essentially. Uh, for Andy's team, he's just silencing the doubters. You know, no Super Bowl hangover. 50% of the pod picked against him. He shoved it right in our face. Um, Ayuk, I mean, came out of nowhere. And he actually might be the best receiving piece in that offense now with Purdy because those guys have had that little – the back half of last year, which helped them, and now starting this year, that's his guy. So he gets, a you know, essentially another number one receiver, which uh, some of those other guys – is be tough to beat crazy thing too jacoby myers was a garoppolo target i mean he got a concussion yeah. i think he's gonna be out this week yeah. if ten, he comes ten back targets. dude i mean garoppolo throws dinky dunks all day you know this because you have Devonte. myers is set up for a huge season if if he can get healthy well how about uh we saw a little bit of the falcons run first offense again algier two touchdowns i know dude i know even with even with the the whole Bijan coming in piece like algier still gonna be a part of that offense it looks like so some depth some depth the interesting thing for Breen, too, is that he has four first-round picks next year, right? Yep. So, I don't know. The plan isn't necessarily to win this year, but I don't know. There is a lot to fall back on. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, he doesn't necessarily need to trade his best players to acquire future assets. He already has them all. Yeah, and he has my first overall pick, which is guaranteed to be the number one overall pick. <laughs> so. Well, when we talk about number one picks, this year's number one pick Came up huge. I texted this group. The touchdown Bijan Robinson scored in the first quarter of that game or the first half of that game, I was blown away. I think that guy 
is a beast. And so he was the – well, I guess if you look at that Falcons game, the difference between Dedarian winning and Lloyd winning was Drake London putting up a big fat goose egg and B. John Robinson showing up and showing out 20 points for him, and I think he's pretty electric. Last game, 126-95, Muster Boy takes down well, – actually, Case's two biggest rivals um, battle it out. Mustard Boys team, I picked them for the playoffs. A couple guys didn't perform. Case, these are your two nemeses. Who do you think is – obviously, Lloyd lost in week one. You still think Lloyd's team is better than Christian's in the season. Hey, Lloyd, can't handle the hype, buddy. All right, why don't you go back to the red room, all right? <laughs> hey, hey, it's cold in there. So it's it's funny. I think uh, when we were talking about this matchup last week with Lloyd in particular, like we talked about the depth and the movable pieces – after week one, it could change, but it's almost like he has too many options with the higher likelihood of missing on guys that I think are all very similar spots. You know what I mean? Like um, Drake London and Jahan Dotson. Like if you're deciding between those two guys, you know, look at the quarterback situation, look at the other pieces around them. They're not reliable every week players. So now you have to, you know, throw the dart, the dartboard for him. So I think that's tough um to get those right and that's why he he missed a lot of plays on, on his bench um with raven about that depth it's too much too many pieces i think um i thought i thought cj's uh team looked good he got the piece he needed in the draft to kind of launch him from that run he made last year to now getting himself i think in the in the playoff picture right off the get-go so i like his team and that's what hurts having a, a not a, not a great game so you know he's going to have better games uh as well pete yeah, Darian hits a low floor because Hertz doesn't really show up and, and he still gets the still gets the big performances out of Pittman and ETN finally pays off. I think the bigger story is uh uh Lloyd, who everyone kind of liked. He scored 90 points, but two will put up 36 of them. Uh two have finished third in the beast of the week behind uh Hill, Ayuk, and just there. So I mean that was a big performance to get him out of it. I don't think uh the Rams like Akers very much. I think they're trying to get rid of him at whatever situation they can. And um did you guys see Nate Harris get run over in the open? Like he got absolutely destroyed. I think this is soft spots on Lloyd's roster that need to be addressed. Did Devito say that like um, Najee Harris is getting Trent Richardson comps? He he looks like Trent Richardson. That's what that's what saying. So he got Trent Richardson comps. Like he had his, he had his yeah he had his one year. And now he's toast. Cool. I missed that, Devito. That's that's a tough that's a tough All draw. Case round out week one. Give us the recap on the the group's picks and then we'll get into our sponsor of the week and we'll hear week two preview after week one coming up in last place had a tough week overall pete deluca two and three record uh, perfect yep. season's over only landed on the case and devito pick picked lloyd picked breen picked himself tough <laughs> tough draw pete go two and three devito and i came in uh tied for second at three and two and we have a sweep off the bat mike colelli five and oh the only guy that picked Christian on the pod went five and zero. Oh. Um, every uh, Mike, you also got two and one in your picks. We had uh, we had successful on the upset and the lock. We had no success on the boom this week. So uh, everybody else finished one and two. So Mike's off to a start on that one as well. Wow! Congratulations, Mike. Thank you very much, guys. Great <laughs> win, Mike. Great win. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Hey, it was like lined it up the way I wanted it to be. Grinded it out with uh, my picks. Grinded it out against Pete. And our sponsor this week, Folgers, if you need to grind out week two in your fantasy league or you need to wake up early for a meeting, Folgers. What's the saying? Uh, the best part well, of waking up is Folgers true. in your cup. 
Do, 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 do. All right, week two. What do we do with DeVito's pick? Should I text him? Uh, we'll, we'll get him. We'll get him. You Maybe don't think we'll, he's going to cheat? Maybe he'll do his uh, own. He's not, well, I'll text him tonight so he doesn't listen to this and then submit him. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to do a part where he just reads every roster. <laughs> he's like, if, he, if he does come on late, Tommy's got to rapid fire all five right off the bat. Oh, he'll start sweating. <laughs> he's going to get so nervous. So, all right. You want you want me to rapid fire them all right off the bat? Stevie up for good extra Gatorade. All right, guys. The game of the week: two undefeated teams taking on uh, second place Devito, fourth place Dedarian. It's the only one and zero versus one and zero matchup, Mike. Only one and zero versus one and zero matchup. Crazy. Um, Crazy. So by default, this is our game of the week. So Pete, let's get your preview. We've got the Bungs versus the Bees. We've got DeVito versus Dedarian. Let's hear it. Well, the only thing I have is that I have the last six years of stats for everybody. So that's the only real research I've done for everybody. So Dedarian owns a six and four record over what's his face? Uh, DeVito. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, sorry. Yeah. So DeVito, uh, he's, he's marching. I don't know. I don't know how much takes that's as far as I got in my preparation for everything. Yeah. As you can tell, my takes weren't very good last week. So uh, I don't know what I don't even, I'm more of a reactionary type of person. I'm going to go with, uh, I don't know. You got to go. You got to go first, Casey. Give me some pointers. Is Judy okay. is Andrews playing? Just so, so you know, I, I'll okay, be reading up. I click the cues. It seems like they don't know. Judy's likely in. Andrew depends on practice. He's pushing. So, so here, here's what I'll take on this matchup. Going into it, go into it based off the projected points. Devito is the favorite. All right. Yeah. Having done a little bit of research on this, right? Bill Belichick has done an outstanding job of limiting Tyreek Hill. Yep. And if he didn't have Tyreek last week, Devito's matchup is a lot tighter. I do think Burrow's going to be better this week. Um, I think Hertz is going to be better because I think Thursday's games tend to play super high scoring for good offense because it's a shorter week to prepare for them. So um, the one thing that makes me nervous about Christian's team is Traylon Burks and Michael Pittman. And I think he's going to need like a full lineup. Oh, to cover. I said two things, the two guys. I think you said one thing. I digress. Well, Those two spots I'm worried about because I think he needs a full lineup to beat Steve's potential um so that's what i think pete i'll let you pick first before i think my pick up do you think there's a world where javante williams is in Darren's lineup um yeah i would think so i mean what's the uh javante williams versus like a Traylon burks you know trade-off i don't I, those that's a coin flip to me i guess both guys i think are unreliable pete you ready to make your pick you're, yeah you're i think it's gonna be interesting I look at the I look at the. Individuals. I would play Addison to be honest with you. With the individuals, I'm not really looking at uh, much of the fantasy stuff going on here. But Darian has to play a quarterback for Thursday night, and I think that that's a big advantage. You get a huge uh, a huge kind of starting point. That's usually your highest scoring player on the week, and you can kind of gauge your week. Devito also has the luxury of waiting on um, on Burrow because Burrow's kind of coming back from an injury and maybe do whatever. And I know Burrow does exceptionally well against the Ravens, so. Um, I think it might come down to that Sunday night game and it might come down to a Tyreek Hill strike. And if you guys are saying what you're saying, uh, that he gets held in check a lot, I'm going to go with the Darian. So I'll pick oh, the upset for you taking as your upset. Uh, no, I'm just going to take the Darian. I already have an upset. Well, it was our first game. So you haven't picked it yet. Um, <laughs> I'll say two things on the, 
DeVito does have a nice cushion against Hurts because of A.J. Brown. And so he does get potentially some fallback. Eagles didn't really go to Brown, didn't really go to Goddard. So I could see that. I do agree with you guys um, on Hurts having a big night, but I think DeVito could potentially uh, go against that. The guy I am most worried is the wrong word, but I think the most interesting matchup is going to be that Dallas Jets game. Pollard had a really solid week. He's a stalwart of DeVito's lineup. Jets defense was really good, or the Bills offense sucks. I don't know which one happened, but the, the Bills certainly didn't look great. Case, I think your analysis was right here. The bottom of the Darren's lineup feels a little soft. I think one of those two guys, either Andrews or Judy, I actually bet you DeVito pulls them and he puts Madison in tomorrow night. And I think he's going to come out of tomorrow night with a big night. I still think DeVito's team is good enough and we're without the buys yet. So I'll take Steve. No superlatives for me this week. Case, break the tie. I like that breakdown, Mike. I think for Christian to win, he needs a mega night out of Hertz without A.J. Brown being involved. He needs Bijan probably to have a huge week because he's going to lose a little bit on the whole Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson connection that was supposed to be a huge play for him. So I think he's going to come up a little bit short with the, the roster interchangeability for DeVito. If they had to make moves, I like better than than Christian's options if they need to move some guys out. So I'm going to take Steve in a in a tight one. I think these both both these guys score lower than their projection this week. I think Steve's scared. I think I think that his roster right now. I think he's terrified. He didn't come on the plot. I think he's I think he's literally he's not a hawk. I think he's he's researching. He's Look at his roster too. He's clearly flexing the highest projected players out there. He just wants everybody in there. Doesn't care about the Q's and the R's or whatever. He's just out there throwing in, throwing it, just just trying to play for intimidation. All right. Well, I'm speaking guy who is already has his roster without the highest point total. That's our second game. We're going with our defending champion and our reigning boom of the week, Andy DeVita, early number one seed in the league, taking on week one's disappointment. I'm not saying you and I, Pete, because we're just so likable. Well, Dan Larkin, Dan Larkin, all the preseason buzz, guys currently sitting in ninth place. So let's get the preview. DeVita taking on Lloyd. A lot of cues to discuss. If only DeVito was here to click the mouse. Pete. <laughs> well, they said Kelsey's definitely going to be back, right? But he's limited all week. But I Kelsey's think back. Kelsey's going to be back. You know what I think is funny is his brother was like, oh, he's going to play. And then and then it, like, it came out that he wasn't going to play. And everyone was so shocked. His brother's like a huge fat lineman. He doesn't know anything. He's not a doctor. Like I, everyone's, everyone's so shocked by that take. Devito brought that up on the last pod too. Like, yeah. oh, he was well, he was, chop, he was chopping wood and hyperextended his knee, but could play. I was like, wow, okay. So his brother's not a doctor. I'm, a, I'm amazed by that take. He does have a pod though. I'm, I'm gonna go with Devita. I, you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't need to do research on this one. The kid's the best. The kid's the best team, and he's proven it again. You didn't do those things. Do you want to do the things? What? Oh yeah, Davida. He's five and two lifetime against them. I'm gonna go ahead and make him my lock over uh, Larkin. Five and two since 2000. Lock over Larkin. Right, lock. So we've got. I think on Davida's roster, Aaron Jones appears to be a real cue, like genuinely questionable. Jacoby Myers on his bench is also. I would bet you Jacoby doesn't play. I don't know about Aaron Jones. I bet you Kelsey's back. He's already moved Algier up from his bench. See, I could have used all this information. There's some sort of weather thing going on on Davida's team, but who knows what that means. Um, we really need Steve. I mean, you want me to click the red thing? Buffalo, Vegas, forecast showers in Buffalo. Well, all right, go put out a white wristband. 
I really think this whole thing is just DeVito's a scam. I'm literally just clicking the things. I can do everything he does. This guy could be huge. All right. <laughs> Case, you picking an upset in this one, or who are you taking? Big, big. <laughs> so uh, I think Lloyd's team is in that waiver thing we just talked about. Uh, I like Andy's team. It was easy. Like the two lowest ranking players on last year on last week's roster, take those guys out, put the two bench guys in. They're going to score more. Great strategy. <laughs> I'll take I'll take Davida, and I'm taking it as my lock as well. Flex it. <laughs> I'm taking Lloyd in an upset. Wow. Um, oh, an upset. <laughs> Lloyd's my upset of the week this week, and it's. No one saw that one coming. I yeah, think please, Chase please has. A, uh, you know what? No, go back. Take back. Take back. Take nice. back. Give me Davida. No lock. No superlatives. I, I really wanted to pick Dan. His team does have some talent, but then I like look quick and I'm like, ugh. Carolina's run defense. The guys. The the guy. Davida is the reigning champ who destroyed the league last year and boomed week one. Let me pick Davida. I might come back and reverse this. Uh, Mike, Mike Williams is already having some issues, right? Uh, I know. <laughs> Ken Walker's already hurt. Johan uh, yeah. uh, Dotson's in this week. Instead of Drake London, throw, throw a stab at that one. Let me take Davida. Let me take Davida. All right, game number three. We got anybody else we want to talk about? You, you'll be three, Case. You got a 5-0 and record to protect me. You got to keep these picks rolling. Yeah, I'll take Davida. I'll take Davida. All right, game number three. Um Case, who we've all spoken up and talked about the offseason in week one, squeaked out a victory, taking on a team we believe is destined for the basement. So Case versus Breen, I would bet you Breen's winning this series, but we'll see who we're picking this week. I have a feeling we're going to sweep. We're going to get some superlatives here. Pete, Case, Breen, what you got? Well, Breen, true to form, still doesn't put his roster in. So I think once he gets Dobbins out of there, he'll probably replace him. Well, who do you think he's going to replace him with? Oh, that's ahead. a good question. Um, AJ Dillon, if Jones has issues. Um, after, that, after that, who would you go to? I think Dillon. I think he goes Dillon either way. No Lazard. No consideration for him at all. Didn't he have a big catch? No, Not against does. Dallas. I don't want anything of that game. And maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the Reed kid if uh, Watson's out another week. How's Lazard gonna? How how did Lazard do once Rogers went down? He didn't like. I don't know. He, I guess I he didn't. He had, I think he had one big, one big like move the chains catch. You don't want a piece of that game, dude. I don't want any piece of that. Okay, so uh, Breen is seven and four against KC in the last mm -hmm. uh, whatever three seasons. I don't even know what it is. Um, I'll, I'll do better. Uh, I'm gonna go with KC though. And KC, you're gonna. I'm gonna pick you to boom. Why not? Uh, I did it last week and I cursed you. I think. No, I didn't. Whatever. I picked just my lock. So anyway, Casey to boom. I like Herbert. I like Jefferson. You just look at the potential that Casey has. He just has a higher ceiling than most teams. And so with that, not only do I think he's going to win, I think he's going to boom. Uh, Casey is my lock and my boom. I think there's a good week coming for Brian. A couple underperformers last week, even in that um, blowout. Devo didn't do much. McLaren wasn't very good. I think Case is destined for a bigger week. Um, I think Breen's team is teetering beyond belief at the moment. Dobbins is going to – I think he may cut Dobbins. You're getting a banged-up Waddle going into a tough New England game. Gibson was bad. I got, what I'll do you call that. a banged-up Waddle? Is it a kind of a, like a, a – Banged-up Waddle is more of like uh, just a limp. Yeah, I see. Casey, what was your thoughts when you put down money to get Gus Edwards? Uh, Destiny. <laughs> I, I honestly I didn't know how much to put down, Pete. I was going back and forth on it forever. Like I I I felt comfortable with ten dollars. Like right. he's not worth more than that, especially if he's like a 
a um, goal line touchdown dependent guy. Like I wasn't going to go more than that. So I felt good about ten dollars. You guys know Devito just made a transaction and he's not even joining the pot. He better not be doing it driving. That guy puts on notifications. You can't text him while he's driving. No, you can't. He's on private. Yeah, well, he just added Zach Moss. Enjoy that dumpster fire. Case, you picking yourself? Yeah, I'm picking myself. Um, if there's a good time to catch Breen, it might be all season this year. I don't know, but this is definitely a good one coming off week one. Dobbins out, super reliant on Allen and Chubb. And then Ramondre didn't look great. Um, Pierce didn't look great. Um, Gibson was awful. So I think a lot of arrows pointing down for Kevin at this point. It's a good time to get him. I'm going to take myself. <laughs> I would have taken myself to lock, but I think that's more of a jinx than anything else. So I am going to take myself to boom this week. Wow. Uh, sweep a boom. I'm going to take myself to boom. Um, I wanted to actually take DeVita because I think it might be the best bet because he's got the best odds based off who's won. But I'm going to take myself. So I split up those superlatives. Triple, triple boom. All right. Well, let's go to game number four. Uh, these two teams don't look destined for a boom, but it's Kaleli versus Ennis. I think a Super Bowl rematch from three years ago. And has destroyed me. Um, we've got a one and team that could barely break sixty five, and an zero and one team who could barely break a hundred. So points looks lopsided based off the preview. But last week Yahoo missed me by half. So Pete, Kaleli and Ennis, game number four. Give us the rundown. Kaleli, you're seven and four against him, but any team that puts up sixty eight points <laughs> and sits in fifth place, you are ripe for an upset of the week. So I am going to go with Jeff <laughs> in the is upset. It is it technically an upset? Yeah, we go by yeah, standing. Seating. Seating now. <laughs> if you don't pick this one as the upset of the week, I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at. I'm not going to. Mic drop. <laughs> Case, are you picking the upset? I think you already have an upset. I don't. Uh, and I am picking this as my upset. I think Pete and I might have the same uh, superlatives this week, yeah. um, which I don't know is good after the guy went two and three in week <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> But no, here, here's the thing. I do like the Richardson play, Mike. Might as well ride it, see what happens. You know he's going to be involved. Um, the Higgins thing has to go arrow up. But James Conner, mm, don't love it. Not big play ability. I think we saw James Cook's ceiling last week. You know, it's going to be that number of touches, you know, what? middle of the field. What? You don't like that? No. How can that be the case? They scored 10 points. Who? The Bills. I think that's his ceiling in terms of his involvement in the offense. I think he was on the they field throw. like 70 oh, – Good. Keep going. Sorry. They the throw and Allen runs. Game was a rare. And then DeAndre Swift was probably the most depressing thing ever to go to the number one rushing offense and then not be involved much at all. Um, maybe they were saving him for Thursday on a short week. You could only hope. I'll, well, take, I'll, I'll take the upside of McCaffrey and Lamar and the Zay Flowers-Lamar stack uh, to outscore you. This game, I think, is going to be low scoring. I think I'm actually feeling like I'm in a pretty good spot this week. I'm going to take myself. I almost picked myself to lock, but it's a mine. The other one was against Breen. Uh, what a sound I, there's no world where my team can play that bad again. Like, there's literally no world. And yet, I have a win, which I shouldn't have. I feel decently good about what I saw in a couple of the spots on my team. I felt good about Richardson. James Cook, I don't agree. Like, I don't. Their team scored 13. It was a low scoring game. He had like. 80% of the snaps, 60% of the targets. When you look at the metrics, he had a good – I'm taking myself. I'm beating Ennis. Ennis' team stinks. So he had a good he had a good week in, what, 13 points? Yeah, they, but they had 13 points. No, like I think – Do you know did. how many touchdowns my team scored last week as a total? I don't know. Whatever Anthony Richardson had. No, how many – team? my team that I had on the field, how many touchdowns they scored? You know what, Pete? 
The fact that Mike is this confident makes me feel better about picking Innis. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Mike, would you guys believe me if I told you I had that Rams wide receiver on my radar screen to add that Puka? $53, Mike? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I put a bid for him and he was my highest. But thing, you but I didn't go that high. I had him as a free agent. I was going to add him last week. I was like, oh, and then. But Case, didn't you put in like 40 bucks? No, no, I didn't go that high. No. Oh, can you see the bids? Yeah, I can see them. Any funny ones? Uh, oh, no, you were, you were 11. Ooh, wow. Spates was second. Spates, 37. Spates, 37. And it's 21. I had him so, as a free agent. Why I put that much in it? Cups out. For, I'm not playing him this week. I'm not putting any. Having Deontay Johnson and watching that game against San Fran, I'm never playing someone against the 49ers. I'm just not doing it. If Cups wow, out, he if won Cups the waiver priority over Gus Edwards. That's kind of cool. What's that? Oh, so wow, you, yeah, you and DeVito. Yeah, so you guys both had the same bid. $10. So it came, down to, it came down to your waiver priority. So basically where you came into the lottery, so you burnt that. But that's kind of it's kind of rare it comes start, down to that. I'm, I'm not Puka, shocked. Puka I'm not Nuka. shocked. I'll start Puka Nuka next week. Oh, um, could have had him as a free agent. How about the fact after one week, Pete is blowing out the field and waiver moves already. He's nah. back. What are you? <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do? Well, did you go? Did you go through this like wave of your strategy last year? It's like, hey, I'm gonna be patient with my team, no waiver moves, and then uh, here, here uh, we are, week one. I was really, I was going through a lot. <laughs> well, let's get through. Like let's, let's get to his game. Can he build himself up from the bottom? We've got Deluca against a potentially one and zero, but a classic Spates move zero and one when he. Should have won by more than 0.3 points. Spades versus DeLuca, six versus 10. Someone looking for their first win. Preview it, Pete. I'm messing, I'm messing him up. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to go for it because <laughs> why not? Um, I'm seven and four against Spades. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, caught on, everyone's seven and four against the other person. <clears throat> yeah, I'm seven and four against him, which means I've owned him. Um, I was looking at pictures of Marty's kitchen today and I was reminiscing about some things, but I miss CJ. Anyway. I'm going to beat him. I didn't really do any research. This is the only podcast I listen to when it comes to fantasy advice. It shows. <laughs> Bad move, man. Bad move. Um, Case, it seems like it seems like Eckler's not playing. <laughs> Casey, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <so good. laughs> the I could listen to a 40-minute pod talking about a guy that gets boot tagged and reads to me. <laughs> All I hear about is weather and, and the injuries that I've already read about. They pick people. One dude is never shocked about anything. <laughs> I'm so confused at every recap. I don't know what happens. All right, we'll get back to the games. Case, is Eckler's going to be out? Who's Spade's going to oh. play? All right, let me take a look real quick here. Um, oh, that's a tough one. Um. Maybe Brian Robinson um, or Kittle. I mean, I'd probably go Kittle, I guess. Um, that's that's a lot of mouse to feed in that offense, though. I don't know. Maybe Brian Robinson. He got a lot of touches in yep. Washington. They're playing Denver. Probably going to be a lower-scoring game, ball-control game. I mean, it might be worth it there in just terms of touches and see if you can cash in for him. That's probably the way I would go. He made a yeah. lot of bad decisions with that roster last week. Don't forget. Yeah. He did. Out. He did. He did. I think, I think he's in a similar spot to Lloyd where he's got, like – so many interchangeable roster pieces that it's there's a lot of pressure to get the right ones every week. So guys, um, there was two people tied last week with 84 points on their bench. One of them was one of them was Spates. Yeah. The other one was Andy. Wow. Dude. Yeah, he had he had Algier and uh who else was on his bench? 30. 
Um, so this is this one to me gets interesting if Eckler's out because that means Josh Kelly's in. Yeah. Or uh, Pete. Who yeah. are you gonna pull if you play Josh Kelly? Who are you gonna pull? I mean, who do you want? I get yeah. that name you one. Plenty, you got plenty of options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say one thing. You don't have to do what I say. You do. You know who you should play this week. Who? Tony. Yeah, oh, I know. This will be the week he's gonna go off. He's he's in he's classified as the I need to see it first uh, before I trust it. Nah, I'll miss it. I'll miss it. The next I'm, the next big game he has is gonna be his first. So yeah, no, no. he had two monster games last year. <laughs> yeah, um, no, he's the worst. I'm not sure if I should hold on to like Kareem Hunt, like because it's like hold him, hold him. Is he even uh, worth it? He's only twenty. I think you will dig yourself out of winless. Territory. I don't think this is the week. I think Spates' team's pretty good. So I'm going to take CJ. Um, out of respect for you, I'm not yeah. going to lie. But I also don't think I have an upset case. Is that right? I, mean, I think uh, that's all. So yeah, if that's the, the case, yeah, I'm going the, back. Give me Lloyd. Give me Lloyd. Give me Lloyd again on my upset. Uh, and who's he playing? Vita. Vita. Okay. Mike, we waited. I need, so- an, I need an upset. I Mike, can never, all, Mike can never do this part correctly. It's all you, guys, you guys all pick me. I'm not picking against myself. I like my team this week. You always like your team. The more confident you are, the more you lose. Well, I think that's probably not That's true. also a trend. We should track that. It's probably a trend. Yeah. You can be the – Aren't you the one who tracks our picks? I don't track how confident you are about your team on a week-to-week basis. If I don't have, a, pick your, I don't have an pick icon your, or a button for that. If you pick yourself, assume you're confident in your team. I always pick myself. I went a whole season picking myself every week. Two years ago, I picked myself every single week. All right. Anything else people want to yammer about on week two? Case, do you want to recap? Yeah, I would, no, I, want, I would like to make a pick in this game, though, if that's okay. Oh. Is it stupid <laughs> to play Allen Robinson and, and Robert Woods? Is that stupid? So, so here's the deal. I think if Eckler doesn't play, it tightens it up big time. Pete, I just have a hard time believing your roster, man. I'll take, like, the Devontae Smith, Olave, you know, Two guys is the separator. I think going to Thursday. Going to Thursday, I like Devontae Smith right now more than AJ Brown. So that's can I um can I tell you what I would, I'm going to assume Eckler's out. Yeah, I would have Josh Kelly in, and I would have Mostert in. I only say I would have Mostert in because I could see Belichick doing that stupid thing where he throws they, two safeties oh, deep yeah. and just, he's like, "Go ahead, five yards, six yards of carry, cover two. cover two. And then I, I this could be my bias. Bobby Trees has got to be in the lineup. Dude, Stroud looked at him. How many targets did he have last week? 13? Like, no, I think Trees has to be in. I would 10. probably personally pull Robinson, and i probably pull Odell. I thought Odell stunk. No, Odell, he's talking a lot of shit. He's like, uh, like even this in the news, he's going nuts. Dude, I'm telling you. No, he, he's talking no. so much shit that you have to back it up at some point. No. Yeah. I'd rather he, play Tony than Beckham. Pete, Pete, take this word of advice for you. Take it around. That scared Bateman's gonna hook up. When like I saw nightmare. when I saw the pregame videos of the Ravens warming up and Odell was walking around in his shorts, his like quad muscles like look like extra high, like they're higher up on his thigh like than normal. It looked it looked weird. To, it looked weird to me. Now he's had some knee injuries. Maybe he's not running right. I don't know. Just some look. At, I put the veto on it. See if you can find some information for you. I did. I did hear he suffers from high quad. But I, I I wasn't sure that that was a, a bad thing. It's I don't like, know. Oh, I don't know if it's good or bad. It just looked. It looked you got guys with high quads. Alvin Kamara apparently has two legs that one is stronger than the other. Well, I'm betting on the strong leg. Is is what I'm betting on. So yeah, he's only he's much better running right than left. There you go. All right, Case, give us the recap on the picks. Pete was the only pizza solo on that one. I'm solo on Lloyd. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Quick picks. Okay. I think we have we have a. Uh, 
Two for one in the DeVito versus Christian matchup. Chloe and I are with uh, Steve uh, DeLuca's on CGD. Uh, yep. Your lone Lloyd, um, DeLuca and I have DeVita as the lock. We're both in for the lock. Uh, we have a Casey sweep. Pete and I are both on the boom. We're on triple Ooh. boom and a lock. Well, Mike, Mike is overconfident in his abilities. Ennis is our upset pick, Pete. And then we're split on uh, the last matchup. Chloe and I are with Spates, and DeLuca took himself. I think I'm just going to pick myself all year, probably. Well, there goes that. Under After week one, you should. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, it's gone terribly. Should we try to call Steven to make him make his picks, or what do we do with them? I will I will text him and have him send me his picks, um, or we just oh, say you're suspended. This is fun. Where he's not going to have bias on who we picked. That's okay. true. That's true. All right. Okay. Let's, I, my last comment on week one. Uh, one, one more thing on picks. Yeah. If I text him for the picks and ask for the boom upset lock, you think he's going to screw up like he does live? No, he'll do it right. <laughs> get it right. I was blown away by how many below average quarterbacks there are in the NFL. Here's hoping preseason shorten. These guys aren't crisp enough. And our 116 average goes up to 128. And then in week three, it goes up to like 140. That's what you got to hope for. No one, no one's sharp. You know, like all those, all those, uh, all those prices where they play, it's all scripted. So like this is the first time that they're reacting to everything. Ugly week. I blame Mac, Goodell. Mac Jones' arm strength stinks, by the way. Yeah, he's he's Speaking of arm strength, Vikings are going to upset the Eagles tomorrow night. Just calling it right now. Ooh, for Steve, for Brian. You like that? You like for that? Steve, for Brian, for Pete. I'm going down 95. I'm going to give Pete a chest bump in Baltimore. And zip back up 95 to Connecticut. Good night, everyone. Good luck on week two. It's a dangerous chest bump.